0: It's not often that I get to come on here and talk about a Calgary Flames win. I've already seen the tweets. People are tagging me saying, hey, and Conrad, I know you're in here. You're one of them saying, hey, is it really a game over stream? Like, is this real? Audi's covering a win. And I think it's because it was an afternoon game, not a night game. But either way, welcome to Game Over Calgary on SDPN Sports. My name is Audie James. we got a good show lined up for you today on the heels of a Calgary Flames victory 6-3 to over the Tampa Bay Lightning at the Scotiabank Saddle Dome. Think you know what way it's going to go? Make your bet with Sports Interaction. Whether it's hockey, football, or basketball, Sports Interaction has you covered. Bet pregame, live and play, or on one of our many prop bets. Sports Interaction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Want to bet? at to sportsinteraction.com sdpn that's sportsinteraction.com sdpn 19 plus please play responsibly and if you or anybody you know have any issues with gambling um, please be sure to check out the show notes uh, there's lots of resources in there for you to get help and uh, other people to get help as well and without further ado bring in the guest the kids back ap my boy
1: how you doing I'm doing great. We get to uh talk about a big Flames W. It's always uh it's kinda nice to see the lightning lose. I mean, I, I know. Every, everybody loves that. I, I can't I you know, I, I, I like to see this, man. I like the Flames win. Good game, man. They played a great team game, so uh we got lots to talk about. Lots to break down
0: and lots to talk about. Uh it was a a lot of things happened in this game. A lot of good things happened. Um I think the biggest storyline coming in... By the way, happy Hockey Day in Canada to those who celebrate. Lots of... Uh, well, lot. But when I say lots, every Canadian team in action today. And I believe the festivities taking place in Owen Sound. Um, so if you're watching from Owen Sound, hello. And I uh, hope everybody's enjoying the festivities out for Hockey Day in Canada. Okay, like I said, though, the biggest storyline coming into this one. A lot of Flames fans happy, man. Jacob Pelletier, the, uh, the, the young French stud... Finally makes his NHL debut. We got to see a rookie lap. We got to see. Uh, we'll get into his numbers in a little bit, but uh, yeah, a lot of people excited for the kid. I know damn well I was when he, when I saw him taking rushes on the fourth line a couple uh, a couple days ago. Excuse me at practice, and they were pretty tight lipped with it. They said, you know what? We'll find out. You'll find out on Saturday if he's in the lineup. But his excitement. Uh, in interviews pretty much spoiled it saying that you know he was he was pumped and all that stuff but your thoughts uh on uh, on the young the young uh, Jacob Peltier's NHL debut
1: yeah he looked really good early on of course he unfortunately didn't get a ton of minutes uh, no that's something we can talk about in a little bit but uh he's having a pretty good season uh with the Wranglers uh 34 points 31 games. And uh, he looked quick, like he, the guy has got some wheels on him. So oh, yeah. I was like, okay, th- this guy—he looks NHL ready. Like he looks like he's an NHL player. He's—he's he's not a guy that's gonna hang around uh, in the A very long. I think that he's a guy that definitely deserves to be in that Flames lineup. So I was excited. The guy back checks. He's not afraid to uh, get a little physical. We seen a pretty massive hit. Like he's that one uh, in the corner there. Yeah, yeah, that was he's, nice. Uh, he's. He's pretty exciting. Uh, I I liked I liked his game, and I'd like to see him uh, play some more minutes for sure. I know it's his first game; they're they're probably not wanting to throw him out there too much. But I think that with the way he played, he deserved a little bit more time. But again, I'm not an NHL coach; I'm just a guy that talks <laughs> hockey. So uh, I was just excited to see him go, and uh, it's a, it's always good for the family too. So. Good on him, and, and congrats to him. That's that's amazing.
0: Yeah, and, and it was nice that uh, his, his family was in attendance at the Scotiabank Saddle Home tonight. Uh, Mike Gould from Flames Nation confirming that he spoke to uh, Jacob's dad prior to the game. So uh, glad to see the Peltiers were able to make it out on such short notice. But talking about... Uh, we'll stay on the topic of Peltier for a little bit. We talked about, or you brought up his ice time, six minutes and 50 seconds time on ice. Um, just breaking it down here had a zero point two one two expected goals one shot. Um, what else? Lost two face offs. Just that's just because Trevor Lewis got booted from both of those face offs. <laughs> yeah, I I think he was against. I can't remember who it was. Braden Point maybe. I can't yeah, I mean, remember. It, yeah, you're
1: facing Braden Point, dude. I'm pretty sure a lot of people are gonna lose that draw. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And two ozone starts, uh, just breaking everything down. There's there's a lot of uh, good things. But what impressed me the most on moneypuck.com, uh, for all the analytics nerds out there, Jacob Peltier led the Calgary Flames tonight in his 6 minutes and 50 seconds of ice time uh, and expect the goals percentage at 90%. And uh, if you look at the Peltier, Walker Dewar, and Trevor Lewis line, they ended up leading the entire team and expect a goals for percentage. So some good things to take away, obviously he didn't get on the score sheet. He was involved though. Like he 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 had a couple pretty good looks. There was a few times where I was coming out of my chair watching this game, ready to uh, you know, go grab a poutine or something to to celebrate the the French Kings first goal, but we'll have to wait for that for another night. But uh, he was involved. I think that like you you put it perfectly with um he's got wheels he back checked well there were a couple there was one shift in particular that stood out to me when I think it was Tanev who got caught uh deep in the offensive zone Peltier comes back and actually makes a nice little poke check at his own blue line to send the puck the other way he gets off the ice and then I think it was the Dubay line came out and they had a nice little shift the other way too so um you would you agree disagree a pretty solid outing uh first performance at the NHL level for Jacob Peltier?
1: Yeah, no, I would, I would definitely agree. Like I said, I, I just really liked his effort level. Uh, he was quick. He was, he was on the puck. He wasn't giving guys a chance to really, you know, think. Like he was on them. Like, yeah. it, like that back check specifically. Like both of us mentioned there, he, he just looked like he was like, okay, like if I'm, if I'm not gonna have the puck and, and I'm seeing a guy go the other way, I'm not letting him get too far. I'm, I'm gonna make sure I'm on that puck, uh, and and make sure that that puck goes the other way. So. Again, the speed uh was really good that that chance he had in the slot. like I texted you right away. I'm like, I thought he was gonna bury that like i i he looked really good. He looked just like he belonged, and uh, you know sometimes you'll see some players go out there, they look nervous. they look like they need a few shifts to get into it. I mean, thank God he didn't need a few shifts to get into it because he he barely you know probably would have got a chance to even play those those minutes he played tonight. yeah, um, but he got in there right away, looked comfortable. And uh, you know, chatting it up with the boys on the bench, I- I'm I'm excited for him, and I hope that this isn't just uh, one of those things where, uh, you know, we've seen what he has for a little bit. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll send him down. Whatever. I just want him to get some extended time, and I mean, hopefully, he gets a look on that second line at some point. Just to, just to see what he's got. Give him give him that little chance to see what he's got.
0: And I got a little trigger trigger uh, happy in when this game was taking place. It was on the heels of a penalty kill. And the forward line that was out there was Peltier, Cadre, and uh, Huberdo. And I was like, man, has Sutter seen it? Like, has, has Sutter seen enough from Peltier that he's going to let him, you know, try to go out there and, and, and have an audition on the second line? And um, it was just, like I said, on the heels of a, uh, a penalty kill. So it wasn't anything extended or anything like that. So uh, we did see a little bit of, you know, we saw it was like, I think 15 seconds or so of them together. But uh, I, yeah, exactly. I totally agree with you. I, I think that's um, not that he's wasting away because that line did some pretty good things uh, all in all. We saw the numbers tonight uh, or today, I guess, with uh, with Trevor Lewis and and Walker Dewar, who's been impressive as well. So um, another thing too, I just wanted to make mention. And this was this was actually more so for you. I don't know if you saw it on the broadcast or not, but I remember talking about it the last time the Flames played Tampa on this show. Because our good friend Pat Steinberg over at Sportsnet 960, the fan, brought it up when I interviewed him on a podcast uh, a couple years ago. The Calgary Flames in 2011 had the 57th overall pick, and they selected Tyler Wotherspoon. Any guesses as to who the next pick in 2011, the 58th overall pick was in the 2011 NHL draft?
1: Dude, there's there's no shot. I have no idea just some guy
0: named Nikita Kucherov, who uh, who the Calgary Flames... uh um, Yeah, he's he's all right. He's got a couple cups. He knows how to do uh, do his thing out there. But I remember Pat, and I figured maybe the listeners and, and viewers would, would appreciate this little like side tidbit, like a side storyline. I remember talking to Pat about it, and he said, from what he gathered about that draft, I can't remember who he was speaking to, one of the scouts or AGM or something like that. Um, they thought, the Flames thought for sure that they were going to be able to get Kucherov in like the fourth round. They thought that he was going to drop like significantly because he didn't, they didn't think that, uh, I can't remember like the exact reasoning, but it was like, and JJ, James, if you're in the chat too, this is when we talked to, uh, this is when we talked to him on our show. And, um, yeah, they were convinced that, that Kucherov was going to go in like the, the fourth round. So they were going to save that pick. They really liked Watherspoon, and, uh, they didn't want anybody else to snatch him up. So, they took him and then the next pick after when they thought he was going to drop a couple more rounds Nikita Kucherov goes wow. to the Tampa Bay Lightning and the rest as they say is history but yeah uh, a missed opportunity there uh for the Calgary Flames and I figured you might uh you might get a little kick out of that one yeah
1: that's that's uh that's like awesome and brutal at the same time for, <laughs> yeah. for Flames fans I'm like trying to like poke my eyes at the chat here to see like what they're saying but yeah kucherov man wow that would have been something else i i can't i can't picture him in a flames jersey but i'm sure a lot of people would would have loved to have seen that
0: yeah so that so james with the point here he brought up they thought they'd get cooch and then goudreau after that um so that ended up that was the same draft that they took johnny goudreau as well so um yeah a (laughs) little little interesting tidbit not to add salt in the wound we're here to celebrate a win here on uh, on game over calgary 6-3 win over the tampa bay lightning today today because it's hockey day in canada at the scotiabank saddleum joining me Today, my good pal AP. Um, let's head over to the chat. You brought that up. We'll uh, we'll, we'll talk to uh, some of our friends in the chat right now. Um, we'll start with... Uh, bah, 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 where are we here? Bah, bah, bah. Let's start with Connell. A few flames emojis. Um, and then Conrad follows it up with, as I asked on Twitter, is it even legal for the Calgary Flames to win when Audi is hosting Game Over Calgary? You would think that the amount of times uh, I've hosted Game Over Calgary on the heels of a loss, that it would be... Uh, it was pretty much illegal, but... You know what? We're happy. We're we're taking it. I don't have to big break up the yeah. Big W's. That's you know what Daryl says. That's what I'm impressed. W's, W's, <laughs> W's. That's what I'm impressed. So, uh, hopefully the coach is impressed. I'm excited to see Coach Sutter's presser because I hope someone asks about their uh, his thoughts on Pelche, and I hope he gives him credit because he sucks at giving credit when credits due, and you know. It is what it is. We're so used to Daryl Sutter now that it is what it is. But, like, it would be really nice if he said something like, hey, look, maybe he didn't get as much ice time because special teams was a factor. There were a lot of penalties and and a lot of penalty killing that had to go on. Um, He saw a little bit of power play time when Lucic was serving his five-on-five, or uh, his five-minute for fighting, sorry, with... uh, Ian Cole there. So he saw a little bit of that uh, power play time, but I really hope that it's a nice response from the coach. And I hope someone in the media asks about Pelletier's performance. So that's yet to be seen. I haven't watched that yet. Um, fantastic wins for the Flames. Thanks for spanking the bolts, says Tim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Connell correcting me. That is right. The draws were against Belmar. That's right. Not uh, yeah. Belmar. Not uh, Not uh, Point. Um, super exciting or excited for the Wranglers to call up. Oh yeah. I got got last game over Calgary with, uh, with a fake name. Somebody, uh, somebody put a fake name in the chat. I have a fake prospect prospect, really? but it was like, it was like a meme name. Like, Uh-oh. like, uh, like, 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 bend over or something like that. Like, oh, no. so I got, I got got. Yeah, I got got. Now, now, uh, <laughs> insider J money is in here trying to get me, uh, get me going again. So, um, what did uh, he follow that up with drafting Russian stars late is normal. Kucherov 58th, uh, Kaprizov 5th round, Panarin undrafted. Yeah, that's, I guess that's fair. Uh Amon saying Eric from Eric Francis asked what he thought of his game. He asked what number he was, grabbed the game sheet and read his stats, twenty-one years of age, and he's got a long way to go. If that's There's the actual no shot. There's no, no I, shot. I don't think Amon I I I believe it. I believe really? it. Really? I believe that it would I'm, be
1: brutal.
0: I'm going to find that because if that's a legit Eric Francis tweet, and I I don't have any reason to doubt him on. I think he's, he's, his reporting is, yeah, here it is. I, I just scrolled through Twitter, found the tweet. Here it is from Eric Francis. Daryl Sutter just can't bring himself to buy into the city's excitement over Jacob Peltier's debut. Asked him what he thought of his game. He asked what his, what number he was grabbed the game sheet and read his stats. Followed that with a quote, quote, 21 years of age. He's got a long way to go.
1: I I, I actually can't believe that. I thought that that was a troll job. I really thought that that was fake. There is, I'm sorry. There is no way you can say that about an exciting prospect. Like, there's no shot. Did he watch that game in the limited time? That kid was impressive. Oh my, very impressive. There is no shot. A long way to go, really. Okay. I, I don't know he why pretty damn good. I don't
0: know why this man is so allergic to giving credit and why he's so allergic to Yeah, and, and like I just that was a screenshot of the tweet. I just went to Eric Francis's uh official Twitter. Yeah. It's verified by him and it, that's that's fucking deflating, man. That is so deflating. <laughs> is. Like like I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here. I have such a problem with this organization and its lack of fucking hype around its own people any other team if this were the Leafs and I'm going to bring it to Leafs land because the powers that be and I know exactly where your allegiances stand if this were the Leafs if this were any other team outside of Calgary they would be hyping the shit out of this they'd have pre-game graphics they'd have welcome to the NHL Jacob Peltier if this was Montreal the young French phenom coming up not phenom I'm not trying to paint Jacob Peltier in the, in the same brush as some other young up and coming players, but like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? That's the response from the head, from the head coach after like,
1: where's the, where's the
0: criticism on Milan Lucic? Where's his criticism? Like this guy's just free to go do whatever the hell he wants. Jacob Peltier comes in, does some pretty good things arguably playing in a role where he could be elevated a little higher in the depth chart. Yep. And this is the, that's the response from the head
1: coach. Yeah. I don't know, man. He, I was going to say, it's so funny. You brought up Lucic. Like, I mean, big Luch is probably like skating from Tampa. Like it seems like when he's trying to get a puck in the other zone, like, like they're dumping the puck in and I'm waiting like 15 seconds to see where Lucic is. And yet the, we're going to talk about this kid who had an impressive game and be like, yeah, like who is he basically? Like I, like he couldn't, he could care less this. I have such
0: a fucking problem with, with his, with his quotes. People, people, people used to think they were hilarious, whatever the old Tortorella's responses. And, 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 you know, Oh, you get great quotes from these guys. They're fucking hilarious. It's bullshit. The, the quote about Huberto having to go take a shit earlier on in the year when he was on the table getting worked on because he was hurt. And now yeah, this, like, and, 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 and like, I, I just, I, I don't, I, I'm at a loss for words. Like, I, like we should be celebrating this win and I get it. um, And, and someone saying negative reinforcement, the Sutter way. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I don't care. Like negative reinforcement. Like it's, it's just,
1: it's fucking it's bullshit. Not it's bu- it's not no working. Because they're they're fighting for a playoff spot. They just it's not working. <laughs>
0: the the, the, the abs are getting hot at the right time right now. They're getting people back from injury. They got one game in hand of the Flames, and after last night, they were tied for points.
1: Yeah, exactly. The Avs like, play I mean, again today. Like yeah, and, and the Avs, they always find ways to win. But they like, find
0: ways to win, and they find the people that know how to win. Yeah, they're gonna be and, busy at the deadline.
1: Uh, exactly. I don't know. This Flames team is is very interesting because I still think they're better than the way they're playing, and there's some individual guys, you know, that we we could talk about. But then it it goes back. It goes back to to Sutter, um, like again having Lucic on that second line. Like I, I just I don't understand. Like, is he trying to protect, protect like Huberto or Cadre or something? Like, Cadre doesn't need to be protected if if something goes down. That that guy's punched people's faces in for fun. He faces in for fun. He doesn't care. Huberto, like, whatever. If you're you're trying to protect him, I guess I don't know. I don't know Other if that's that, even like, true. Like, what? No, but I yeah just, like, yeah no no like, I get I get what you're saying yeah like trying even, to like what what's he doing there? Like, like, are you really telling me that Huberto is gonna get better playing with Lucic? No, there's no shot.
0: No, and I know Huberto's like snake bitten, seemingly, but I don't know. No, but and like you can't
1: play him with Lucic. Well, how's that gonna help? And like, the and the they... most
0: frustrating part about it, I don't know if you saw it after the Huberto empty net goal, because uh, Lucic was the one who just rifled the puck into fucking oblivion, into the <laughs> yeah. offensive zone, and all he all Huberto had to do was just pick it up and and he skated it into the net. He didn't even shoot. But they panned over to the bench. And Daryl Sutter just came up and put his arms around both of them and just gave him the old, you know, talking to and they both they both grinned. So, you know, that was a good conversation. And, you know, he's going nowhere. You know, he's staying right. He's parking his ass on that on that second line. And yeah, I don't know, man. It's like I said, we should be celebrating this win. I'm happy with it. But like that doesn't excuse like just because we can be happy about a win doesn't mean we can excuse bullshit quotes like that from Daryl Sutter. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bring in like Bruce Boudreaux is about to lose his job in the most like ridiculous possible way. Bring this man in. Bring this man in. Bruce, give me, there it is. Give man. me Bruce. There it is. Bruce, I fucking love that is. guy. I love that guy. Ah, uh, some more comments down in the uh, in the chat line. By the way, 48 of you in here. This is impressive as hell. I told AP before we came on. I said. This is an afternoon game. I've never really done an afternoon game before. I wonder what the turnout's going to be. You guys are blowing it out of the water. Thank you so much for stopping by. And if you want more people to swing in, just share this uh, stream link on Twitter and uh, tell your friends to come in and chat some Calgary Flames hockey uh, and like the stream too. Bump that algorithm up. Um, Chris saying, honestly, wouldn't mind the Flames trading their first this year because whoever they would draft with it wouldn't get to play anyways. Well, that's not true because they would just go find some guy who's projected to go 346th and uh is but he's 6'7 um from Viking Alberta or like somewhere where there's a big farm and you know he plays the game the right way. So they would find a way to draft someone in the first round who would play. So um uh let's see here. Yeah, shocking take from Sutter. Uh Sutter is going to drive away all the Flames Young players. That one from Amon. Uh Mamara says, Wash your mouth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness.
0: Désolé. Oh, I'm no. so sorry. Oh God, <laughs> that's Mimare. amazing. Mamere's in the Mimare. house. Uh, Sutter well, really for has... watching. Yeah, thank you, Mamere. <laughs> Sutter really has the ability... She probably hopped on right when I was talking the most smack yeah, about the Daryl Sutter quote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. That's great. <laughs> um, Sutter really has the ability to always make me depressed even after a win. That's that's the quote of the night, I think. That's that's so true. Um mm. No, no celebrating until Lucic has Colonel stuck in his teeth <laughs> from eating popcorn. Oh, I would imagine. Goodness. Surely management have to put a leash on Sutter's comments. No, I don't think they will because, quite frankly, I think uh, like if I'm Brad Tree living right now, he's on a, he's on an expiring deal. I'm gonna I'm dipping after this year.
1: Resigning yeah, Sutter oh, to a three year
0: extension was not Brad Tree living's choice. That was Murray Edwards getting his yeah, getting well, his, getting
1: involved. Yeah, there's some there's some people in the comments defending uh, defending Big Sutter there. So
0: yeah, I'm know. gonna I'll read it because I've I've actually gone back and forth I believe with this. Uh, yeah, this is the same guy. I'll read those in a second. But um, if you know what, not to not to um, just keep it all in SDP land. But if you guys go back and watch, I believe it was the January watch or listen to January 11th or 12th episode of the SDP. The boys spend a good amount of time talking about the flames and and just like airing out their concerns. Like it's nice to hear what I'm trying to get at is it's nice to hear from outside people out of the market who aren't as connected to the Calgary market that they are concerned as well. And that, hey, maybe these things aren't working and maybe something should be done about it, but nothing's being done about it. So it's nice because like Adam Adam had a good little rant about it. Steve and Jesse were putting in their two cents. But Adam kind of led the uh, the conversation there, so I've been going back and forth with him. Anytime something happens, I'm like, Adam, please, you gotta check this out. Talk about this on the next SDP, and uh, it, it's nice to see it. So, um, here's the comment I want to get to. Uh, reminder that Andrew Burnett is still not coaching a hockey team, and we saw what he did last year with the Florida Panthers. Good point there, by him. On all right. Now, nah, man, Sutter shouldn't be getting blame. Flames have had subpar goaltending, and their players cannot score. Look at their power play—like 25th in the league—they have the most OT losses. Coach has little to do with the power play and OT record. Also, also, overall goaltending, coach can't affect that. I'm not even gonna touch that comment because I'm sick of the uh, I'm sick of the the the, the Daryl bootlickers. So, um, yeah, Eric, that's fine, man you you're allowed your own opinion but Daryl Sutter has I'm not saying he's burning this place to the ground but like I don't think he's like he's I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to get into it. Um <laughs> I've done nothing. Everyone listen to me. I don't know if this is somebody
1: chirping me or chirping Sutter. I don't know. Yeah, cuz it's it's a follow-up to that we have zero rings and Sutter has two. And I oh. and I have a little I have a little bit of a comment on that, which you're very right. I don't like Audi and I definitely don't have Stanley Cup rings. Uh it's unfortunate, you know, the grind that we've been on, they don't give it out for YouTube streams, but I wish they did. But anyways, the thing is about Sutter. Nobody's saying that this guy was never a good coach. Like nobody's saying that Sutter is not a guy that has done it. He's won whatever. Props to him. He's done a fantastic job in his career. But sometimes old philosophies don't work in the new age of the game. Sutter's philosophies of putting a guy like Lucic on the second line to help a top five player in the game at some points get more goals isn't going to work. So I don't understand why that would be a good thing. Um, I think there's a lot of things that he can't help. That's very true. Yeah. But there are a lot of things that he can help, and he's not doing it. So – they need to figure it out because this team, again, like you said, team uh, people from outside looking in, I'm concerned as a Leaf fan about the Calgary Flames because they're a much better team. Like, I would have predicted them to be a top three team in the league this year. They have a, a wicked team. They've got, like, a great squad. Their blue line, th- like, everything is so good. But they're, they're not there. There's missing pieces. So... Again, like just from the outside looking in, again, Sutter, great career, whatever, but there's old philosophies that are not working in the new game. And that's just that's just my opinion, I guess. But there there's definitely a lot of things that he could improve that he hasn't. So
0: Yeah. No, you, you hit the nail on the head and and that would be like in a very you, you summed up in a nutshell how I feel. And it's basically that, you know, the game evolves. You got to evolve with it, or you're going to get left behind. That goes for players, that goes for coaches, that goes for everybody. The game is so dynamic; it's changing all the time, and you either have to get on board with that, or like, like my like the old philosophy of you got to have. Oh yeah, we well, you know, they have 13 guys who won a cup last year, and we only have one guy who won a cup last year. That's why they beat us when they lose to the Avs. <clears throat> Excuse me. Is like, man, what's that what what what's that mentality? Oh, well, Jacob pelci is great and Matthew Phillips are great, but you know, they're they're never gonna be big, so they're never gonna be good. It's like really, like Cole Caulfield would like to talk, Johnny Gaudreau would like to talk, Martin Saint Louis would like to talk. There's a place for small guys in the game, man. It's just I don't know. It's it's frustrating, but uh it is what it is. Uh we'll read the last few comments here and then we'll kind of just Shoot the shit for a little bit because this was uh I didn't I, this kind of got taken over by the by the the Sutter quote, which pissed me off. Um let's see here. The main issue with Sutter is the team that is hold on, sorry, I completely lost that. The main issue with Sutter is the team that is created is not built for his style, and he's trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. That is why Sutter players like Lucic are playing that far too high up. I can I can agree with that. To an extent, yeah, I think that's I think that's a pretty solid point. But I also think that Daryl has had a lot of influence on who's come in. Um, I think Daryl's had a lot of influence on what personnel they bring in, like player wise and stuff like that. So I think there's a little bit more connection between coach and GM in that regard than than that would suggest. But I do agree with you. I think that's I think that's a really good point. Uh, Jets Fair. fans here, this has some serious last year Jets vibes. Not playing young players is fine, but watching. Uh, their value diminished to zero yeah that's that's a good point the video of Sutter's response is even worse <laughs> I can't wait to watch that let's uh, yeah me too thank you uh, thank you JJ um, could be worse you could be the Canucks that is that is true we could uh, we could be the we could be the Vancouver Canucks which is not a place that anybody right. wants to be and I'm sorry to Canucks fans I'm sorry to our game over Vancouver hosts Clay Moe, Kaya May, Sam Chang Uh, they've had to put on some, uh, they've had to put on some brave faces, um, and and do those streams, man. (laughs) It's been a rough year over in Vancouver, but all the best to them. I I mean, I don't know what the future lies for the Vancouver Canucks, but it's, uh, it's going to be a, it's going to be a story that I'm going to want to follow. And, and it's, it's, it's buckle up. You're telling me. That's all I I think it's going to be is buckle up. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all in all, I'm going to refer back to my notes here because we kind of got derailed a little bit. Uh, congratulations to Dylan Dubé, 100th point tonight, uh, 100th NHL point on the uh, on the goal there, the 4-2 goal. Um, thoughts on Dylan tonight? I think he's – I think he – Daryl has come out and said that he's been the most improved player or something along those lines. Um, I think, yeah, I, I can agree to a point. I think, I think Dubay shows flashes – flashes – flashes – Shows flashes of I'm trying, I'm trying here. Uh, of yeah, it's it's hard. Flashes of uh, of what he can be, and then he kind of goes cold for a little bit. But but your overall thoughts on uh, on Dylan Dubé
1: tonight, today? Yeah, again, yeah, again. No, it's okay. I probably said tonight already. But <laughs> yeah. uh, Dubé Dubay is a really good player. He's the type of depth that you want on any good hockey team. I mean, Dubé a perfect role player to to be a guy that can give you that secondary scoring. Uh, on the year 23 points so far he does a little bit of everything but again congratulations that was something i wanted to bring up and i love the fact that they announced it in the arena 100 yeah. point like that's pretty cool Beasley yeah, does a good
0: job of that yeah he makes sure to to hit those
1: yeah that's awesome but yeah like he he's a great he's a great depth piece uh I, th- I think that he is he's a real good hockey player setter seems to be throwing him out there quite often i think he averages just over 15 minutes of ice time so you know that guy that plays in your middle six there He's playing on the player. top line. Uh, yeah, I know, but like he's getting like middle Oh, six yeah, minutes. yeah, 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 sorry. He's get he's getting like middle 6 minutes. So, um maybe that's something again. I, I don't want to keep going on sutter here, but like just looking at time on ice per game, there's a lot of guys that I think should probably uh be playing uh higher minutes and the and that's the reason why I said depth because he's not getting those top line minutes. So mm-hmm. Um, I I would expect him hopefully to to get some more minutes in order for him to be a top line caliber player. He could produce more. So hopefully hopefully he gets those minutes.
0: Yeah, it's uh look that's why I like having you come on and like people who who know hockey and 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 like to talk about hockey but are from outside the market because it's night it's refreshing to get um you know either put in my place if I'm like completely out to lunch. But uh like you and I mostly do, we agree on a lot of things when it comes to uh comes I'm I'm coming around a little bit more on your um not ref slander, but definitely the refs need some help. <laughs> I was so pro ref for so long and now it's like yep. damn I and, and I'll dude, I'll eat I'll eat crow. I'll eat my shoe on that one. That that was that was a bad take. <laughs> now now refs are just running rampant doing whatever the hell they want. Yeah. Um, oh, let's talk quickly before we wrap up. We only have a little bit of time left on Zoom, but quick hit here on the uh, the kick because it wasn't actually kicked in. They re-showed it on the uh, broadcast that a flame kicked it in, but the interesting part about that was both of us learned today that it's non you can't challenge it. It has to come from the Situation Room. Just a yeah. quick a quick couple. You know, let me know what you think quickly. Um, how do you feel about that? Like, I definitely thought it was a challengeable pl- uh, play.
1: Yeah, I immediately, again, as a Leaf fan, jumped out of my seat and like started hurling insults at the TV when they didn't challenge. I was like, "There's no way that you're gonna let this happen." We were texting back and forth. I was like, "There's no way," but hey, I guess they can't. They can't challenge the. They just get the the word if they think it's challengeable, and then the refs go to it. But listen, that was uh, that was something else. I was a little bit surprised there, but. Hey, they got the call right.
0: Yeah, they did. Which uh, the Situation Room, uh, they're pretty quick on getting stuff out like that. But yeah, I was surprised. I'm like, this should be challengeable, but but they did get it right. So I guess it doesn't matter. Um, again, one quick thing before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you about was Dan Vladar, uh, because you're a goalie. I know, I know yep. you love your goalies. I know you were a or uh, you are a goalie. Um, what would you think of Vladar? He's he's kind of uh, he's he's taken not the the spot away from Markstrom or anything like that but a lot of Flames fans at least voicing that he should get more starts he should play a little bit more because Markstrom is slumping a little bit this year uh, as people in the chat have uh, have have made note of but what did you think about Vladar?
1: Uh, I, I've liked Vladar since he's come in uh, he's, he's a pretty solid goalie I like the way that he controls himself in the net obviously tonight he actually played pretty well there was at some points in the game where Calgary got hemmed in in their own zone and he had to make some pretty big saves there a couple real nice stretching out pad saves that he made but he just seems like he can control the crease very well like he knows how to keep himself calm and and you know getting the right headspace to uh to get the team to win so he's been he's been playing really well and you know ride the hot hand if he's playing well if he's winning games just let him go uh save percentage over 900 on the season Markstrom is a little bit under that so if 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 you want to go with the guy with the higher save percentage with a pretty decent goals against average just keep going with Vladar and see how far he takes you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Hey, look, this was great. Uh, 61 people watching right now. You guys shattered my expectations. I didn't think anybody was going to tune in to an afternoon stream. This has been great. Uh, AP, thank you, brother, as always. um, Let the people know where they can find
1: you. Uh, yeah, so if you want to find me on YouTube, all you got to do is type in Andrew Pillick if you want to find me on Twitter. Uh, at Andy Pillick again. Shout out to the chat. Thank you, uh, all the Flames fans are just hockey fans in the chat. SDPN fans. Uh, it's always awesome to come out here. Got to give a shout out to all the people watching. A lot of my family watches these. Yeah, really yeah, cool. I love I send it. Send out the link. Shout out to my sister Abby. She was promoting it a lot too. Like she, she was. Yes, whenever, it was whenever great. We, uh, whenever we do these, so awesome. Thank you so much, and uh, Audie. Thank you for having me on. This is this is always a fun time and listen i love hockey love talking to audi so it's a bit of both it's a win-win here, so it's, it's a win-win same big and, dubs. And, and likewise big
0: dubs big dubs, big dubs. um well what qu- quickly quickly what we'll do is we'll preview the next game over which is going to be on monday um they're playing columbus in calgary nothing crazy storyline there wise hey oh uh, wait no. that's right that good guy is coming back that's right so who? Who? uh yeah who johnny who
1: no, I'm just kidding. I love Johnny Hockey. <laughs>
0: I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, so Johnny Gaudreau returns on Monday at the Scotiabank Saddledome. I will be hosting that one. Uh, quick preview for those in the chat. I will be joined by Nasher to break down the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets and the Calgary Flames here on the SDPN Sports YouTube channel. Thank you to the chat. Thank you. I know there's some good banter going in there right now. Um, a lot of people going back and forth. It's all in good fun. Never take yourself too seriously. Be safe, friends. And I will talk to you guys on Monday for Game Over Calgary against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Be well. We'll Talk to you then.
1: Game over! Powered by Sports Interaction, Canada's Sportsbook.